We need to get her going there, bud. Welcome back for another episode of the Cannon Fire Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Nicosia. This team is not even fun to watch. Like, it's painful to watch, actually. Two goals in three games by the Jackets. I have trouble consuming it as a fan. I love this team, but when I have trouble consuming the product that they put out on the ice, even though I like them, that's a huge problem. This team has major flaws, and we're going to get into it. But the Jackets fall to the Nashville Predators 3-1. to one. Some just ugly, ugly play out there. Had a good goal to start the game and then it just all falls apart i don't want the jackets to score first ever again it it doesn't work for them for other teams it does for us it doesn't so there we go uh nashville we're single-handedly keeping this team in business they've scraped off five wins against us just just disgusting like we're like the one patron at a dive bar in Nashville that just keeps coming back and blowing their whole paycheck, keeping the Nashville bar in business. Disgusting. I don't really want to talk about the Nashville goals in this one too much. I just want to keep this one in-house, just as a fan who has ultimately become very frustrated with the play I've seen out there on the ice. So we, We get a goal about five minutes into the first, uh, Kevin Stenlin puts it home. Uh, slap shot by Jonesy gets blocked. Riley Nash picks it up, makes a good play, passes it to Stenlin. He scores. Awesome. All right. Five minutes in, we're doing something that the Jackets have said that they needed to do, which is capitalize on the chances given to them. And five minutes in, they capitalize on one of the first good chances they get. Excellent. I'm thinking, all right, maybe they're going to turn a new leaf here. Maybe we're going to, you know, capitalize on some more chances that we get, some more errors that Nashville has. And Nashville had a ton of errors, especially in the third period when we needed a goal. And we just couldn't, couldn't get it done. This team can't shoot. Like, they can't pick their corners. They're just off, like completely off. And it's it's incredibly frustrating to to watch. I mean, I'm having trouble with it myself, but I got to bring this podcast to you, so I got to watch all the games. And uh, I'll tell you, it's not easy sometimes. But there are some things to build on, I hope. I mean, some people might think that there's not and we should just trade the whole team and start over again in a new expansion. But some players I thought played better uh, from yesterday. Uh, Thought Fliggs didn't have a particularly good game. He he came back and he started doing Felino things, uh, having discussions with other teams' players, like don't hit our guys and whatnot. I like that out of Fliggs. It's the veteran presence you want out of him. And he he was grinding tonight. He played his game. His game doesn't always translate to goals, but it does translate to getting the boys buzzing. And, you know, Nick tried his best out there, and that's all I can really ask for sometimes out of Nick. I'm not going to ask for points. I just ask for effort out of that guy, and he, he delivered tonight. Another player I thought struggled last game that turned it around, Zach Wierenski. 
didn't make a bunch of turnovers this time. Last game, I just thought he was passing the puck recklessly. Definitely slowed slowed his game down a bit. He made some good anticipatory plays in the offensive zone, especially. That's what why Zach is out there for as many minutes as he is. He's a very good. He plays almost like a rover position on defense. He's not always just on the blue line. So Zach Zach definitely turned it around, and I think that that was something that the team needed. Uh, good to see those two guys really putting in work out there and actually showing some effort. One spot where the Jackets really struggled tonight and have for a majority of this slide that they've been on has been just turning the puck over. It's looked ugly. Boone, bad turnover in the first in the D zone. Nashville ends up getting a goal off of it. David Savard hasn't played particularly well for a couple of games now. Savvy really just has to... He seems like he's a little lost out of position sometimes, and maybe that's just him getting switched up with his pairing so much. But if he were playing well, he wouldn't probably be getting switched up so much. Uh, He's got Carlson next to him. Carlson, he knows how to use his size to his advantage, uh, not afraid to carry the puck as well. Sometimes it works out for him, sometimes it doesn't. But Savvy's definitely got to pick it up. Uh, He had a bad penalty in the second that ends up giving Nashville a goal. So Savvy having some issues out there, uh, out of position. And Jack Roslevic had a terrible game. This guy did not play well at all. At the end of the broadcast, they showed like Jackets having problems with turnovers. Well, it might have just as well been the Jack Roslevic turnovers because it was all Roslevic, and I had this in my notes from the game as well. Jack is not having a good game. Jack keeps turning the puck over. Oh, he's carrying the puck. That's good. And then he gets checked in the puck goes to Nashville. He he did not play well, didn't make any particularly good passing plays. I don't like him out there with Line A. You listened to my last episode. I want him want to see Line A and Tex together. I really want to see that. Tex kind of faded away in this game. I don't think he does well in back-to-backs just because of how much effort he puts out there. It's hard for him to do it two nights in a row. So, and that's the main uh, aspect in the best part of his game is his effort. So, Tough to put it together back-to-back nights, but no excuses for Tex. Got to be a little better there. But Jack, man, ouch. Not first-line center material out there tonight, bud. Got to play a little bit better. And then one player who I am absolutely disgusted with, Max Domi. Domi, what the hell are you doing? You are not... That is not Blue Jackets hockey, Max. Late in the third... Like a minute left. Doesn't even take a stick up high. It was like a visor or something and just lays down on the ice, grabs his face. I almost wanted to see an embellishment penalty called on him just because I hated it so much. I hate watching that. I have a problem watching professional soccer, mostly because of the flopping. I can't stand it when grown men act like they've been shot when they just get like a little bump. 
when I was playing sports, my dad always said something to me. He said, is it uh, bleeding or broken? And if the answer was no, then what are you doing? Get up. Stop Stop it with all this fussing. And that that's who the Jackets have been. It's it, Stop it with all the fussing, boys. Because if I were a veteran on this team, and the Blue Jackets have established a culture of hard work, physical play, and toughness. And this guy comes in here this season, and there are some high hopes for him, and he comes in here and does that, I would feel disrespected. Nick, Boone, I would be disrespected. I'd say I've worked too hard to lose our reputation for you to try and get a penalty. And on top of that, when he lays down on the ice, the puck goes straight past him, down the ice. Nashville makes a good pass. They get a breakaway, and then they score. It's 3-1, and the game's over because of that. And absolutely infuriating to watch. So I think one of the captains or leaders on the team, preferably Nick, sits down with the guy and says, we will have none of this. We've worked too hard to establish a culture for you to come in here and ruin it. And it's not like he has any good play to back it up on top of that. I defended Domi early on in the podcast saying that, you know, he wasn't that disappointing. He's just got to, you know, figure out his groove on the team. But that's over. You know, you will lose favor with me very quickly for being soft. Hockey is a physical sport. It, being soft has nothing to do with your play. It's about your mentality. And it shows that you're mentally weak, to be quite honest. If you play the game soft, then you're there's something else wrong there. You're not you're not putting it all out there. Cause the jackets, I mean, you see guys making contributions out there. And I'll, I'll get to this take in a second, but I, I just want to say one more thing about Domi. I don't want to see him play for at least five games on this team. Uh, send him to the taxi squad. Put someone in there who actually wants to play and fight and work hard. I'll take Nathan Gerby. Dude loves... I'll, I like watching Gerby play because Gerby skates like it's his last game every time. It's awesome to watch just a little ball of energy out there. Yeah, trying to fight huge people. It's awesome. So get get Gerby out there. Domi, goodbye, dude. You've lost everything with me. If you're on this team next year, I'm going to be upset because you haven't backed it up with good play and you're soft. So bye-bye. Bye-bye, Max. Good, good riddance to you. Have fun in the AHL, at least while you're signed to a Blue Jackets contract. So to go back to uh, contributions, you know, Tortorella said that this team... It's not the effort, and I, I agree with him. They're just not making crisp plays through the neutral zone, missing passes in the offensive zone, and having struggles getting out on transition. After the first goal, you could tell that they slowed down their transition game in the D zone because they're afraid to turn the puck over. Uh, you see more lateral passes than passes up ice because some of the, a lot of the passes up ice have been getting picked off. But anyways, contributions. Well, there's a good analogy that I like to go back to to explain contributions. So you're having breakfast. Eggs and bacon. Classic American breakfast. Who doesn't love it? And you see it and 
the chicken made a contribution. Good for the chicken. You know, you got your egg and awesome. But the pig, the pig made a commitment. Think about that. The pig made a commitment. The Jackets are contributing. Every player out there is contributing. You can't fault them for that. But I don't think everyone on this team is fully committed. And that's where they're having their main issues. Because it's not like it's a bunch of areas. It's like, yeah, turnovers. Turnovers have been a large problem. But other than that, it's just like very little things that could be ironed out pretty easily. But it's just not happening. It's, it just won't work. So the Jackets need to say, do you want to be an egg or do you want to be bacon? Do you want to just make contributions, go sit on the bench and pat yourself on the back and lose games? Or do you want to make a commitment, go out there and play like you played in the last 10 minutes of the third, actually looking like you wanted to score a goal and make a commitment? So Jackets need to get on the commitment train. Contributions just simply are not enough at this point. We need to catch up. So I like to go on Instagram and Reddit and see what the fans are saying about the team. Check a lot of, you know, just a lot of news. Is it more fire torts? No, no, let's not fire Tortorella. Bad, bad call. But a lot of people saying out there, like, why can't Corpy just, like, make a save? Like, why can't he make a save? Like, this dude's been playing great. And I just don't think people are watching the right things. Like, the Jackets are... We gave up some chances tonight. Some very good chances to Nashville. And they just couldn't finish them. And the ones that they could... That they got on net. Corpy made some spectacular saves. I mean, this dude does move laterally very well. And he puts it all out there. There are a couple players who I think are making a commitment and consistently or at least trying to get to that phase and I think Corpy's one of them he's putting this team on his back right now we that game would have been 5-1 if Corpy didn't make some of the saves that he did one especially in the second where he makes a save puck get rebound comes out Nashville brings it behind the net makes another pass and Cor- Corpy's there and Another one where he, like, throws out his body at it. Like, the dude is trying as hard as he possibly can. Like, what do we need him to do? Like, what more do you want out of your tendy? The guys have to play well in front of him, too. They did. The Jackets are cleaning up some stuff in the D zone, but especially in the first, I was like, wow, this game could be 3-1 already. And I feel like I've said that a couple times. Like, Corpy's Corpy's saving us. He's bailing us out. I mean, I didn't see Soros make a lot of, you know, spectacular saves. The Jackets just didn't test him enough tonight. They didn't test him enough last game either. He got simple saves. Just seeing every puck, not a lot of redirects, just... Yeah, what, what what are we coming at Corpy for? Corpy's played fine. Like on the power play we're on the kill like what do you want the guy to do like, the pass goes straight through our defense like cross ice not much corpy can do about that and to make matters worse in the second period kill when nashville scored a goal i mean we weren't we didn't clear the puck for a minute 15 puck stayed in our zone 
no fault here on Corpy. No, none of that. And then another thing I'm seeing is like line A plays with no heart and no effort and trading for him was the worst thing this team could have ever done. I guess we're not watching the same game, but this dude is trying to evolve. The guy's buying in and he's I think he's starting to make a commitment to the way the Jackets want him to play. My notes from the game, Line A getting on the forecheck, Line A making hits, Line A getting feisty around the blue paint. Like, that's not something I saw much out of him on Winnipeg. He was getting got into the blue paint tonight and had a nice little back and forth with, I think it was Cousins. And I love to see that out of the guy. I mean, that shows me that he cares. He's not just here to make money. I mean, the guy's paid very well. But he's, he's not satisfied just with losing. And I love to see that. That's why I want to see him play with Tex because I think that's another guy that's just not satisfied with what's going on out there on the ice. Put them together. Do it, Torts. I don't want to do your job for you. But put them out there together. I want to see it. Just at least let me see it. I want to see what happens. But yeah, Line A getting... He had like three hits tonight. Two blocked shots. Like... If you would have told me that Patrick Line would be blocking shots on the Jackets, I'd say, how many how many games are we winning? How many games have we won in a row? Line A's blocking shots? Wow, he must be really committed. And we got nothing for it. Because we have guys like Domi who are taking dives and backing it up with shitty play. So, Line A, I'm pulling for you, my dude. This is a pro Line A podcast, uh, unless he plays absolutely terribly, but... I mean, we, he's just got to shoot more. We, we got to do a better job of getting him the puck. I mean, when he shoots, good things happen. That's all I've seen is either in the back of the net or there's a huge rebound and a chance for someone to put it home. So keep getting line of the puck. Keep having him shoot. I'm tired of watching power plays where it looks like it's keep away from Patrick line. Get the guy, the puck, give him some looks like, Good things happen when this guy shoots the puck. That's why he's a $6.75 million player. Get him the puck more. So not just not good enough from the power play again tonight. You could probably just input that take into pretty much every game that the Jackets have played besides a couple. It's not good enough from the power play again. Uh, you get one at the end of the game and it just look terrible. I mean, it's just bad. That's all you have to say. It's just bad. Like, guys, like, don't move their feet. The reason Nashville was able to score on their power play is because guys move their feet on the power play for Nashville. It's kind of kind of different. I was like, oh, that looks good. Like, the Jackets just kind of stand around, maybe just, like, skate to different spots where they might want to shoot from, and then when they get the puck, they just sort of stick handle and skate around lackadaisically. Like, it doesn't matter. This matters to some people. Uh, I'd hope it matters for you guys because you're the ones that have to go out there every night. Come on. So, just, yeah, not good enough from the power play. I'm liking Line A's game. Dude's blocking shots, getting on the forecheck, getting on the back check. Not things I think I thought I would be saying about Patrick Line. I thought I'd be saying, wow, look at that goal. Look at that assist. Dang, Patrick Line is a really good player with the puck on his stick. And he is. The dude can stick handle in a phone booth. He's awesome. I mean, for a big guy to be able to do that, sweet like he's got some silky mitts bud so line a establishing physicality 
love to see it. So if this were the normal, you know, almost halfway point of the season and Jackets fans might be saying, you know, and I've seen it, just tank the team. Good draft pick. Slow down there. Tanking a team is not a way to get better. It's just not. I will never agree with tanking. It's not not a good strategy, and I'll tell you the two reasons why. One, for this particular year, a lot of juniors aren't playing, and this draft is going to be a complete crapshoot. The NHL's played around with the concept of not even having a draft this year. That's how much of a crapshoot just joke it's going to be. Like nobody, nobody really knows as much as they normally do. Guys aren't playing, not developing. It's going to be a really weird draft if it even ends up happening. So tanking this year, no. Especially this year, no. But in general, I'll tell you why tanking is a terrible idea. What makes you think that losing will help you establish a winning culture? Nothing. There's no reason that losing and, hey, yeah, we're just going to lose because we're okay with it. And then thinking, oh, because we lost and we got one good player that we're going to get so much better. That's not smart. You don't establish a winning culture by being bad. Just think about that. That doesn't make sense. And some people don't stop to think about it. They're just too quick to say, ah, screw this season. No, keep fighting, boys. I... I've seen this team go on runs. We can do it. That's one of the reasons why it's so frustrating. And I feel like I have to keep yelling in this mic. is because I think we have good players. It's really what it comes down to. I think we have good players. They're just not putting it together. And, I mean, the coaching staff doesn't even really know why. If they knew why, they'd probably do something about it. So don't fire torts and don't tank the team. However, it is getting late early. We've got to put something together. And I really hope that getting fans back in the building is going to help. I I hope so. It's sort of what I'm clinging to. I'm excited to get back in the building, and you best believe that I my voice will be hoarse afterwards. The pod might not sound too great because I'm just going to yell. And if anyone tells me to be quiet, I'll tell them to care more. Because I love watching this team play, but over the past three games especially, it's been a little tough. Uh, I want to see some goals, man. Let's get some goals. Um, Get the power play moving. Guys just look sad when they come back to the bench. It's, It's, I mean, I'm sure it's frustrating for them. It's frustrating for me, so it has to be frustrating for them. But yeah. We're, we're going to be back at Nationwide. We're going to be playing against the worst team in the Central, uh, the Detroit Red Wings. And, you know, that's not saying much because the Jackets really haven't been able to beat bad teams. Just look at our record against Nashville. One, five, and six. I mean, the biggest issue I see with this team is that the, in the years past, teams would come away from playing us. And even if they won, they'd say, man, they were hard to play against. Well, I don't think Nashville's saying that. I don't think Nashville's saying, oh, this team was hard to play against. I think they're probably like, when, when are they back on the schedule? Oh, man, not not for a while. Oh, that sucks. Those were easy to win fun games. So they got to get back. They got to get back to some of that grit. Uh, go back to what 
go back to the well, go back to what worked for you for so long. And yeah, no, none of this soft. Ah. For every game that Max Domi is on the team, I'm just going to pick apart his game after what I saw. I, I absolutely hate it. It really goes to show that you don't know who won a trade until people actually start playing. In the offseason, it was like, oh, the Jackets fleeced Montreal for Domi, trading away Josh Anderson. And look how that take has turned out so far. I mean, it, all, it always takes like a full season, maybe two, uh, depending on what happens to really analyze a trade properly. But as of right now, the Canadians won that trade easy. Domi, you, you've heard it. You've heard what I have to say. I don't need to say anything more about it. Um... So yeah, and we'll we'll see with the line A Dubois trade. I mean, Jack didn't have a great game today, but I think he'll uh, you know he'll bounce back. He will definitely bounce back, and uh, I just I don't know what jackets some jackets fans are saying with line A and the effort. I mean, here's here's something to think about. I'm just gonna give you a basic lesson in physics real quick, bud. So when you are six five, your strides are longer, and it takes more time for your feet to move okay so so you got that part and so when you're skating and you're that large your feet don't move as quickly even though you're going as fast as everyone else so it makes it look like you're not putting in as much effort when it takes more effort to move your feet so he's actually putting in a good amount of effort I just don't think some people really think about some of the things that they say online. They just don't think it through. They just see and spew it out. So just a, just a quick lesson for any Jackets fan that's like Line A doesn't put out effort. I mean, this dude is literally changing his game and buying in. So what what, what more do you want from him? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't want anything else from him. I think he's done great. But yeah, we definitely have some issues in the center ice position. Uh, Riley Nash had a great game. That was one guy I didn't say anything about. But yeah, Riley Nash definitely definitely played better. Uh, they interviewed him for the pregame, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we just we just gotta work harder." You know, typical hockey answers. But one thing that he said was like, "Yeah, we're studying like individual faceoff men and trying to figure out their tendencies." Good, good. That's pro level preparation. That is pro level preparation right there. That's what you gotta be doing. So good to hear. Just don't go out there and say, oh, we're going to just try and get better at face-offs. Prepare. There's a reason why certain players are so good sometimes. They they beat you before they even get on the ice. And in any sport, sometimes you've lost before you even show up because you don't prepare enough. Uh, yeah, so Nash, I thought, had a great game. Got Got the apple, so good for Riley Nash. But Jackets are back on Tuesday, and I really hope it's a better product. I mean, if we can't pull out a win against Detroit at home with fans, woof. So Jackets, I'm rooting for you. Make the commitment, boys. Don't tank the team. Don't fire torts. It is getting late early, though, so we got to win some games. Uh, This has been the Cannon Fire Podcast. I feel like it's been a little bit spicy tonight, and I like that. Uh, Not satisfied with losing. We'll never be satisfied with losing. So let's get out there. 
Still love you, boys. Let's get her going there, bud. Thank you for listening.